Welcome again to the sex podcast angles with me, Jess, the ultimate mess. How are you guys? Thank you guys for all your support uh, you have given me from the first episode and welcome to episode two. So today we're going to be talking about college and sex and all my college sex stories that I am willing to share. <laughs> a top five, if you will. Um, some were on from the mundane to the crazy. Y- you never know what you're going to get with Jess. Um, so let's dive into it. So the number one thing about college is, you know, actual learning and classes and, you know, getting your degree and all that boring shit. But the number two thing about college is sex. It's a time for exploration and finding out what you like, finding out what you don't like, a time to practice and hone your skills in the bedroom and make all those juicy memories. So we are going to dive into the top five list of my juiciest memories from college. We'll start at number five and go to number one. So starting at the bottom, wink, wink, power bottom for the win. Um, We're going to start with story titled Blowjob Fest 2013. Yeah, these titles don't leave anything to be desired. They're not subtle, just like me. So basically this story starts senior year. I, I mainly hung out with like a lot of guys, some gay, some bi, some straight. Um, it was like a mixture, but they would always just be talking about how they couldn't get off from oral sex alone, and they seemed like sexually frustrated, so I was like, hmm, interesting. I, so I basically got it into my head that I wanted to get really insanely good at giving oral sex. Um, not sure why. I mean, I was in college and also I was young for college because I didn't turn 21 until two weeks before I graduated college. So I don't remember what year this was, probably sophomore, junior year. I can't remember. So it was like 19 or 20. Um, or even 18 at this point, who freaking knows, because I technically started college at sophomore year because all my basics I did in high school so I didn't need to start freshman year so I graduated in three years instead of four so yes I basically decided that I wanted to get really good at oral sex and the only way to get good at something is 10,000 hours of practice am I right wink wink so I didn't know if I did 10 hour 10,000 hours of blowjobs but pretty close um (laughs) How did I find these guys to practice on? Um, Probably not the greatest means. Uh, I think I went through like dating apps and you know, it was really big in college whisper. I would just post like wanting to get good at blah, blah. Anyone need a release or anything? And I would just meet these people, uh, make sure they were clean, got tested and everything. And we'd always use protection and stuff. And I would practice. And there would be, a lot of men would just have this excuse, oh, women just give up or, you know, want to have sex instead, like vaginal penis sex, (laughs) in case you're wondering, Um, or, you know, whatever. But I was pretty determined. I'm a very determined person. Um, as most people that know me know, I don't give up very easily. I get that from my mom. 
She also never gives up on anything. It's kind of annoying, but it's one of our things. So I would just literally, I gave a blowjob that was literally two hours long before the guy finished. And like, that was the most exhausted I think I've ever been. That was hard. Excuse my pun. Wow. Like a two hour blowjob is just, there was a lot of mechanics to it. Um, a lot of, what do you call it? Um, people get confused about how did that even happen? Like, like, why did you not stop? I'm like, you got to understand. I'm an academic I like to study, research the problem, figure out. I'm basically a scientist at heart, and I wanted, I just was determined to not give up and figure out how to make this guy come with just my mouth. I'm not going to say it was easy, but I mean, it was a story. So it, 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 it's immortalized in this podcast now. The two hour blowjob. Do I remember anything else about that guy? No, I do not. (laughs) Am I ashamed? No, I am not. Because it was fun and it was interesting and it provided me a lot of interesting, colorful conversations. Um, And like a lot of good bragging rights. I was like, yeah, well, have you ever given a two hour (sighs) blowjob? That's why I never complain, never have ever. Because I've literally done everything. And more. Like, I just can't think of anything I've never done. So, I never play that game. Let's be honest. Um, so, don't ever try to get me to play that game. Because it will probably end in utter failure. And you will very much get wasted. And I will not have anything. So, just a recommendation for all my friends out there. Don't get into a game of Never Have I Ever with just the ultimate mess. It'll probably won't be great for your self-esteem or, you know, looking at me the same way. (laughs) If that is important to you, which anyway, I'm telling you these stories anyway, so you'll probably never look at me the same way again. Do I care? Mm, Not really. Um, most of my actual close friends know all these stories pretty much, so it's fine. Um, so, moving, I mean, we're still on Blowjob Fest. Like, there's more interest. there's some stories that go along with this. So, uh, I basically decided to get really good at blowjobs. I had the two-hour blowjob, which was an interesting task. Um, it involved, like, I had to, like you know, add the balls in there and, like, do all this crazy positions. Had to do different positions than I normally would do for oral sex. Like, I would um, do the thing where the guy was standing. I was on the bed and I was, like, looking up and, like, putting my head back a little bit and then, like, you know, going from that angle. That seemed to help. Um, but yeah, every person is different. It definitely made me realize, like, with sex, I mean, just how different we all are and how we really need to explore our sexuality to figure out what makes us tick. And I just thought it was an interesting thing to do. Um, also, one of the friends who was like, oh, I can never, um, you know, uh, climax while getting head, like, it was more of an acquaintance. He wasn't, he was more of a friend of a friend. I was like, okay, fine, let's just do this. So I just, like, dragged him (laughs) to my apartment. I was like, okay, uh, let's do this. And literally, it took him, like, five minutes. Like, that guy wasn't that hard, which was hysterical, because I was like, he was the only reason I even started this, and he came, like, instantly, so... That I just find that ironic. I was like, wow. I literally thought this was going to be another two-hour blowjob, but you you weren't that hard. So I guess I had just gotten really good at that point. Anyway, no flex. 
everything comes better with practice. So basically that is Blowjob Fest 2013. I just did a bunch of blowjobs. Um, I got really good at it. One guy even told me, uh, ass or not told me, but asked me sincerely if I was a porn star. I said, no, but thanks. <laughs> Question mark. I'm like, is that a compliment or not? I'm confused. But it's fine. Um, but yeah, that was more towards the end. I eventually got bored of it, honestly, and um, wanted more. But it was a fun thing to do senior year. And it was like a fun little challenge to add some little spice to my life. Um, so yeah, that is number five. Blowjob Fest 2013. Now we're going to get to number four. Number four on my list is called Uncircumcised Penis. This is another non-subtle title, <laughs> uh, which probably doesn't surprise many of you by this point. Subtlety is not my game. Um, so basically, uh, this was junior year when I was working at the student union of my university. Uh, I was working at the Mexican place where we just like, it's kind of like Chipotle, but for the school. It wasn't Chipotle brand or anything, but honestly, I thought it was better because, yeah, they had better sauces and, you know, better quality food and stuff. So it was really good. Um, but yeah, I worked there. I either worked counter or the line is what they called it, which is like making the food. Um, it just depended on the day earlier what they needed me for. But, um, this was one day when I was working the cash register, um, or the till as I've heard Canadians call it, which is hysterical to me. I don't know why it's funny to me, but I've just never heard it called that. And just recently someone called it that and I was like what are you talking about and they're like oh the cash register like selling the things oh like oh okay so we had uh what's called like a dining plan at our school um that had like little cards um with your name on it and it was like your what you called your school id or whatever but it also had your dining books on it so every year at like towards the end of each semester, if you didn't use your dining box that was allocated for each semester, you'd lose them. They would just go to like school fees or whatever, which I always thought was stupid. I feel like you should be able to carry them over and stuff, but you couldn't. So a lot of people would come in and like pay for their friend's food if they hadn't used a lot of dining bucks and stuff. And like just buy a whole bunch of shit and like stock up their dorm rooms and like because they had all this extra money and stuff uh so one day a guy and a nice looking um indian guy came in um it was with a couple of friends and was doing that and he was nice he flirted with me a bit and he was pretty cute so i flirted back and then um, I just thought nothing of it. Like, he left and all that stuff. But, like, a couple hours later, I was still working. Uh, he came back, and I was like, huh, what? I thought you had bought the whole... I told him I thought you had bought the whole store. And he's like, no, I just came back to give you my number. I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Interesting. So I was like, okay, cool. I don't know why people ever ask me out when I was wearing my work uniform. It, it literally was, like, the ugliest thing in the entire world. It was just, like, black pants and a red polo. And, like, how was that sexy? But I don't know. I digress. If I really started, like, going into the psychology of why people were attracted to me, I'm going to need more therapy. But <laughs> anyway, so this guy asked me out. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, cool, cool, cool interesting so yeah we went out to lunch i think at this like uh what is it called like a pasta place called like noodles and company and it was like right across the street from campus so i i think i basically stayed with my friend because he lived like right next to it and um i just like stayed with him the night before and then walked to my date or whatever which was fine and then i met him there we had a nice day it was fine 
I don't really remember it being like that remarkable or anything. I mean, obviously it wasn't since he's not my husband and he ends up in this list. <laughs> but anyway, um, what was I going to say? Okay, yeah, so... Basically, we had an interesting day. It was fine. So we go back to his apartment and I'm like, okay, well, I like him enough to like kiss him and stuff. So it's fine. So like we're making out and stuff, but like I felt like he was trying to like eat my face. Like no joke. Like he was using like all this teeth and stuff. And I was like, I feel bad for the next girl that's going to go out with him. So... I need to set this guy straight. So basically I was like, dude, why are you trying to eat my face? This is not comfortable. He was like, I don't know. Like other people seem to like it. I'm like, those other people are liars. They are lying to you. Nobody wants their face to be eaten. What are you, a cannibal? Ugh, ridiculous. Anyway... Um, so I set him straight about that, and he was like, whatever. Um, he didn't seem that into my advice, which honestly, you know, fair. (laughs) I guess no one else had been really that honest with him before about his making out style because it sucked. Anyway, I was like, well, I definitely don't feel like any sparks or anything with this guy. He's not a very good kisser. So I probably won't date him again, but I might as well, like, you know, see his dick. Why not? So I, like, moved my hand towards there, and then, I, like, it felt weird. Something I never felt before, and I was like, hmm. It intrigued me. I was curious. I was like, what is going on down here with this guy? So I... Um, undid his pants and, you know, pulled it out. And yeah, it was my first time seeing an uncircumcised penis. It was intriguing to me. I had never seen one before. And to be honest, never, I don't think I've seen one since. <laughs> like, literally, that's how rare they are in Texas. Like, Literally, I have not, I don't think I've seen one since that one guy. I think I've only seen the one, which is hysterical because I've seen a lot. Um, or, I mean, I just not, not might not remember the others, but this guy just stood out to me. But anyway, so he was uncircumcised. So I was just like, well, I helped you with that, with the making out stuff. Now you're going to have to help me with this because... I've never done this with that. (laughs) It's basically what I said. I was like, um, I don't really understand how I'm going to do this. Like, what should I do? And he was like, okay, well, you need to fold down the skin and then, you know, do what you're going to do. I was like, oh, okay. Seems um, self-explanatory. You think I'd figure that out? But I was like, okay, I just don't want to hurt you and everything. He was like, you're not going to hurt me. (laughs) So, yeah. So, basically, like, what I did was what he said. I, like, you know, just put down the skin and did my thing and... And then I was like, okay, cool, Uh, I'm going to go now. And he's like, well, don't you want me to reciprocate? And I was like, eh, nah, I don't want you trying to eat eat my vagina either in in the bad way that you make out. Uh, So hard pass. Um, So I just left. I was like, bye. I never talked to him or called him again. Um, And he never called me again, which is fine, because I didn't really care that much. So that was hilarious. So that was basically the one and only circumcised penis that I've ever done oral sex on. And this was a different time than the Blowjob Festa 2013, which is why it's a separate, separate thing. So anyway, that was my experience um, with uncircumcised penis. Rounding out number four. Top three time. Top three time. Anyway, I don't know why I did that with my voice like that, but, you know, what can you do? 
Um, okay, so this is a fun story, actually. This is one of my favorite stories. Okay, so number three is called... <coughs> excuse me. Library All-Nighter. This one's a little more subtler, but it's just a fun story. Um, so, this was sophomore year, actually. So, technically my first year at university, but this is at the very end of sophomore year. I was, like, I was pretty innocent sophomore year. Like, I didn't really think about sex. Like, all throughout high school, I never had time or energy to think about it because I was always too busy. And then I was... My first year, which was technically sophomore year, um, most of the year I was very, like, um, secluded and depressed. And, like, all I did was, like, watch the nanny and, like, in my dorm room. And I I just, I I had some friends, like, a couple of friends that went to my high school that I liked that also went to my university. I was friends with them. But, like, I don't know, more like surface friends and not, like, really close so it was a hard, it was a hard year for me. I didn't really start making friends with the end of sophomore and beginning of junior year. So um, it was hard. So I didn't really have many friends or know that many people, but I was pulling an all-nighter for my Spanish four. I was finishing up my Spanish class classes for my foreign language requirement. The only reason I took Spanish is because I took it in high school. So I was like, well, I might as well just take that. If I had to do it over again, I would have taken ASL. But that's neither here nor there. I didn't know what was going to happen in my life that I would need ASL. But here we are. But, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So I was pulling an all-nighter for my Spanish final. And this was also the night I decided, you know what I should do to stay awake instead of coffee? Because literally, I've been drinking coffee since I was a kid, so. I should try energy drinks. (laughs) And you know what energy drinks I should try? Five-hour energy. (laughs) I mean, now I can condition myself, like, I'm older, so I can condition myself to stay awake without stimulants. Just from sheer willpower. But back then, I really couldn't. So I needed some five-hour energy. Those things were disgusting by the way don't recommend um I mean they did work it did stay up and I got like three of them so I could stay up all night um basically and then what I would do in between was like sit monster which I'm like that stuff is also gross and not my not my cup of tea I feel like energy drinks has this weird twang that I'm just not into but anyway that's not what the story is about I just you know some other antidotes to put in there. <laughs> so let's just say I was hopped up on energy drinks, studying Spanish in an open library setting. So we had these little cubbies that were downstairs in the computer lab. So basically I was, the, the library was full of people because it's finals time. So the library was always packed, full of people studying. It was basically a normal night. people studying it was like the third day of finals was like right in the middle of the finals week so it wasn't anything out of the ordinary um basically I was just studying and basically there was this cute guy that was studying right in front of me like across from me so um he was really cute I we we didn't talk the entire time we were studying but literally, it was like 2 a.m. People were starting to leave. Uh, it was like, last call for study. I don't know. Anyway, but it wasn't last call because the library was open 24 hours and it's not a bar. But um, there were people were starting to leave and dwindle. And there was like only me, him, and like two other people in the back uh, getting to around 3 a.m. So... Uh, basically I was getting really tired and like, I couldn't concentrate on anything I was studying. And I was like, oh my God, I need like an activity to break up my night and like get my mind off something. Also, this guy is kind of cute, but like, I never want to, I don't want to like date him or anything. So I basically just, um said out loud like I whispered because it's the library and I'm not a hoodlum 
But I whispered, hey, do you want to, like, go to the stacks and make out? And because I'm, like, really tired and I need to, like, make out with someone right now to stay awake. And he was like, yeah, sure. So we were like, "Uh, okay, cool. Uh, Where should we meet? We, like, figured out where where the most secluded place was. We're like, let's meet in, like, the law section. This, oh my God, this just reminds me of a Friends episode. But this actually happened, though. (laughs) This ain't like the paleontology department in Friends. Like, this is like the law section. And anyway, so, but there was also like private little cubbies that you could go into. They didn't have windows or anything because people would definitely have sex in there. But um, they were like little study cubbies and stuff. And... So basically, I went up first, found a cubby, um, and then he, like, I just told him what floor I was on, and there was not that many, so he just, like, had to look for me. I was like, well, I guess if he really wants to make out, he will find me. (laughs) So, like, he finds me eventually. Like, it took him, like, 20 minutes, but it was fine. I was just trying not to fall asleep at that point, and... I was like, oh, I was like doing the thing where I'll be like, slap myself, slap myself. And then he walks in and he's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, let's do this. And so we just started making out. He was actually a pretty good kisser. Um, so things were getting hot and heavy, touching each other, um, making out. Anyway, I literally, we did not exchange names. I have no idea who this person is. I can't even like picture them in my mind really anymore. Because it's been, like, almost 10 years. Um, but anyway, um, we were making out and stuff. And then, like, it was kind of going a little bit further. He was rounding second. Uh, he was trying to get to third. He was trying to steal third. And I was like, mm, okay, cool, cool. And I was getting into it. Like, I'm not going to, I'm going to be honest. I was getting into it. I was thinking about it. Um, but then we heard like a loud banging and I was like, oh fuck. Um, so at this point we, we had to stop and we're like, oh crap. Okay. So we get quiet and then we like try to like get composure and we look, um, we look out and there's no one there. So we're like, okay, fine. But then we decide, okay, let's just stick to making out. And so we make out a little bit longer. And then, oh my God, at the corner of our eye, we see the fucking security guard. So we freak out. We're like, oh, fuck. So we're like, okay, let's meet outside. Let's let's leave. We got to leave. We got to leave this place because we're about to get caught. Holy fuck. I don't want to go. Like, I didn't know what was going to happen to me if I got caught making out or, you know, rounding third in the fucking library. I don't fucking know. I didn't know the rules. I was freaking 20 years old. Who fucking, who fucking knows that? Anyway, um, um, what was I going to say? Okay, so we, like, we split up because we didn't want to get caught together, um, obviously. And so we split up. Um, we kind of just, like, tried to outsmart this guy, which wasn't that hard. Um, we we got outside, and we were like, oh, my God, that was stressful. So he was like, okay, well, uh, I still got to study and stuff. So I was like, okay, well, I still got to study, too. So we went back to his apartment and... We studied there for a little bit uh, and then made out some more and that was fine. And then I just kind of laid low and went back to my apartment. I was like, hey, cool, cool. I'm going to go study the rest of the night in my apartment. Um, Good luck on your final and all that stuff. And we didn't exchange numbers or anything. We were just like, oh, it was just a fun thing to do um, to stay awake we really didn't have, like, any, like, feelings for each other. It was just like, eh, we just kind of wanted to make out with anyone. And we we were there. (laughs) So, which is fine. Um, But, what was I going to say? Okay, so, almost got caught rounding third in the library. I basically went home and changed my clothes and then tried to sneak back into the library. But, like, okay, I've been used to, like, nobody noticing me. Like, people basically ignore me, pretend I'm not there because I'm me and I'm not, like, a skinny blonde bimbo. I don't know. 
how to describe it. So um, it wasn't that hard. I just walked in and acted like I'd never been there before. <laughs> so I literally just went back to the same spot. My stuff was literally still there. It had been like two hours by this point. And my stuff was still there. My energy drinks, all my study materials was all still there. So I just went back to study. <laughs> and then at four in the morning, because my exam was at 7.30 in the morning. So at 4.30 in the morning, I was like, okay, I'm going to go home and shower and like, you know, brush my teeth and not look like a ragamuffin. Um, so I went home and changed and, you know, took the bus back to campus so I could take my Spanish final. So that is the end of that story. So almost got caught rounding third in a library, in a public library. So that is that story. So that is called, what was that story called again? Library All-Nighter, I think. Yeah, Library All-Nighter. Okay, cool, cool. So that's story number three. Now we're going to get into the more penetrative stories. Um, number two is called first fingering. Ha, oh, you always remember your first. <laughs> this is the only story of mine in college that includes drinking. The reason being, I didn't turn 21 until two weeks before graduation, as I told you guys before in one of the other stories. And I didn't really drink. Um, I think I had like sips every now and then but I never actually drunk a lot of alcohol or got drunk until I was actually legal drinking age which is so boring and not like my family at all but you know I just was anxious and like like eh, what if I get caught I'm always the person if I do anything bad I automatically get caught but if someone else is the same thing and they don't care then they won't get caught so I was just like it eh, might not want to chance it so, uh, duh, duh, duh. Uh, so I still think it counts as a college story because um, this actual the actual events of the story happened two days after I graduated, but I was technically still living in my college apartment because I hadn't moved out yet. So, boom, lawyered, still a college story. <laughs> it was on. It was still it's still technically a college story. So basically, um. I lived in an apartment. It was really ghetto, but like it was mostly students. So I was like, eh, it's fine. Um, so I had these neighbors. They were really fun. They were a cute couple. Do I remember their names? No, don't. Even if I did remember, like I wouldn't use their actual names on here anyways, but I don't really remember their names. Um, one was Hispanic. One was African-American, which doesn't matter. But, like, I'm just saying they, they made a cute couple. And I think they had ch a child together. So, and that child was so cute. But, um, so, yeah, they were living together next door to me. I was single. They one day decided, you know what would be a fun idea since Jessica's 21 now? We should go to Sonic and get ocean waters, drink half of the ocean water, then come back to our apartment, fill the rest of it with vodka, and then drink that around a circle while also getting high. <laughs> so I was crossfaded. That was like the only time I've been crossfaded, I think. Yeah, I think that was the only time I've been crossfaded. Um, so anyway, I was crossfaded, hanging out with my neighbors, and some guy that they invited to hang out with us. Do I also remember the name of this guy? No, I do not. <laughs> you think I remember some of these guys' names, but literally, they don't, they don't matter. <laughs> so I'm just like, whatever. I mean, it's all lost to my memory anyway. My memory's never been that great anyways. So, and names have never been really on my forte of things to remember. So I'm like, eh, it's fine. Um, I remember important people, but these people weren't that important. Okay, so, 
Um, I was crossfaded, drunk on fucking vodka in ocean water, which was an interesting combination, and high on some weed that that guy brought. Maybe it was their dealer. I don't freaking know. I know nothing about this guy. Anyway, so I was really fucking, like, in a great mood. Like, because when I'm drunk, I'm super happy, super chill, and then I I was also high, And I was like, when I'm high, I'm like really loosey-goosey, like wanting to like move and dance and stuff. So I was like dancing, having to fill in my vibes. So anyway, this guy was into it. So uh, they decided to go to bed and pass out and shit. And I was like, well, come over back to my place. Like this this is my neighbor. So we just learned, just walked to the apartment, walked to the next door. to my apartment so we were just like making out we were rounding second touching my boobs it was it was nice and he was like want to have sex and I was like nah and he was like okay cool but can I finger you and I was like I was thinking about it. I was like you know what yes yes you can so that was the first time it was amazing He was very gentle, very nice. I told him it was my first time. He was very good. (sighs) I think that's why I'm so into skinny-ish guys with long fingers. Because of this guy. He is another skinny nerd with long-ass fingers. That's so hot. Uh, You don't even know what that does to me. (sighs) Anyway, um... (laughs) So, yeah, that was my first fingering. And uh, after that, like, he fingered me for, like, an hour. It was nice. Like, I I came a couple times. It was nice. Um, And then, like, I performed oral sex on him as a a, uh, respectable, nice person would do. Um, (laughs) And he he quite enjoyed that, he said. And then we just kind of fell asleep and because we were drunk and high at the same time. It was fun. Um, also, yes, we I don't know. I don't think I need to say this, but like I I always use protection. Just FYI. Recommend it. Always use protection no matter what. You never know where someone has been, obviously, from these stories that I'm telling. Um, get tested every three months. Boom. Cool. That's the boring stuff out of the way. Now, um, on to the more fun stuff. So, we fell asleep. Um, we woke up in, like, 5 in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why we woke up so early, but we did. We took a shower together. And I was like, yeah, cool. Um, cool, cool. Uh, I don't really feel like dating or anything because, like, uh, I just graduated. I'm about to move. But thanks for the thanks for the fingering and all that. Good job. And he was like, cool, cool, cool. So I don't know if he said that. I don't remember what he said. <laughs> Who cares? Anyway, um, so yeah, he left. Never talked to him again. Like a week later, I moved out and moved back home for like a couple weeks. And then I got a job with AmeriCorps and met my husband eventually. And that is that. But, um, yeah, so that is my first fingering story. All right, now, guys, we have made it to the number one. Jess, the ultimate mess. Crazy, craziest college sex story. This one's a doozy. And you're going to know just from the fucking title. Okay. Are you ready? I don't know if you guys are ready. Are you sure? You sure? Okay. I think you're ready now. I think you've been properly hyped. So, the number one craziest college sex story in my life is called Cucumber Anal. (laughs) Even the title makes me laugh so hard. Oh, it makes me blush a little too. Anyway, um, so this story is called Cucumber Anal. And it's not what people think. Because they're always like, well, I'm confused. Anyway, <laughs> so 
this was junior year again. <sighs> junior year was great. One of the sexiest years of my college experience, for sure. So if a junior and senior year, top tier in the sex department. Um, so my best friend dragged me to a frat party. I had never been to a frat party. Neither of us really had interest in frat parties, but he was a bisexual man and he was looking to get down. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever. He wasn't looking for any particular sex. He didn't really care. I was like, you know, whatever. I'll be a good wing woman. It's fine. So... The party was, you know, like a typical party, like a typical college party, just people drinking, playing beer pong, nothing too crazy, but I did get this, like, uh, cute guy's number, like, I didn't even get drunk or anything, because I think I drove him to the party and, and and drove him home, so I think I had, like, one beer or something, which I hate beer, so I'm like... I must have really wanted my friend to get laid because I don't even like beer. But I was just like, okay, fine. I'll look like I'm having slight fun, but I'm not actually going to drink all this beer. And, like, we were there for hours. So, like, I had one beer in, like, five hours. So, it was fine. I was not drunk at all and completely prepared to designate a drive him and whoever he decided to fuck that night. Um, I can't. Do I remember that part of the story? Probably not. Uh, cause it wasn't about me. So <laughs> anyway, so I got this cute guy's number. Cool. 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 Uh, like a couple of days later, he texts me back like typical straight man bullshit, like waits three days. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I didn't really care. Cause I wasn't like looking to get in a relationship or anything. I just thought he was cute. And I'd be like, yeah, I, I blew him, but whatever. Um, so he calls me and he's like, I kind of, I, I'm kind of scared, like nervous about like seeing you because, um, like I have this thing and I'm kind of insecure about it. I was like, oh, okay, what thing? And so he told me he had a micro penis. I'd never seen a micro penis before. I was like, okay, well, it's fine. It's not that big a deal. I'm not going to let you fuck me anyways. <laughs> I literally told him this. I'm like, well, uh, I'm not going to let you fuck me anyways. And I wouldn't, even if you didn't have a micro penis, like I'm not trying to fuck right now, but, uh, yeah, I can like, you know, make you feel good and like try to boost your confidence and stuff like that. So I was like, cool, cool, cool. I don't know why people tell me these things. I'm like, seriously, guys, like, you didn't even know me. (laughs) You just decided to be like, okay, cool. So, okay, so he comes over. um, I did my thing. I made him feel good. I didn't want anything from him. I was just like, okay, cool. Uh, You feel better? He's like, yeah, I'm feeling a little better. I would like to do this again. I was like, okay, fine. I mean, I wasn't doing anything or anyone else at the time. So I was like, fine, um, come over next weekend or whatever. And he was like, okay, now I have a, a more uh, interesting request. So um, I've always wanted to try um, anal on myself. And I was like, hmm, frat guy, that tracks. <laughs> so I was like, Okay, this could be interesting. Um, I had, at that point, I'd never done anal myself. Um, That came later after college. But I was like, okay, I'd be willing to do that. Like, do you have any toys or anything? Or do you want me to clean mine and use mine or whatever? He's like, no, I kind of want to use a cucumber or a squash. And I was like... Um, isn't that, like, unsanitary? He's like, no, you put a condom on it. It's a whole thing. I've seen porn on it. And I was like, okay, let me do my research and get back to you. I was like, why do I get myself in these situations? God, anyway, this is why I don't go to frat parties anymore, by the way. (laughs) First of all, I'm 30 years old, so I wouldn't go to a frat party. But this is another reason I don't do frat parties. So, <laughs> I'm still laughing. I'm still laughing at the story, and I haven't even gotten to the good part. Um, so, 
I did my research. I was like, well, there's porn on everything. Like, I know I don't know if you guys know, but there's literally a porn on everything. So I just typed in cucumber anal, obviously. And, you know, watched some videos and, like, figured out how to do it safely. You didn't want to hurt the guy. So, I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. I feel, like, I even did, like, a little shopping guide about, like, which sizes to buy. So, I bought, like, a small one, like, a medium one, and a large one. And, like, kind of was, like, going to train it, train his butthole or whatever um, to taking the big one. So, yeah. So, I, like, he came over. I was like, cool, you ready to try this? Um, interesting. Um, I I kind of I I was kind of interested in like why he wanted to do this, but like he's like, well, I'm not gay, but like also, I just really want to experiment um with my butt, and like I just think you doing it would um be easier. I was like, okay, whatever. So anyway, I was like, okay, cool. I mean, I was down because. I just thought it was funny, <laughs> to be honest. I just thought it would be a hilarious story. I don't think I've ever told anyone besides, like, my friend, I guess. Like, a couple of friends I've told this story to. But, uh, and my husband obviously knows all these stories. But uh, I don't think I've, like, told many people about the story. But interesting enough... So basically, I put condoms on all the cucumbers. I started with the smallest one. He seemed to enjoy it. He was like, oh, okay, try the medium one. And I was like, are you sure? Okay, so obviously I had lube at this point as well. Because, yeah, I'm not going to go straight in with just a cucumber and a condom. That sounds painful. So yeah, I lubed him up some more. Did the medium one. He was like, oh, this feels so good. And, yeah, he was into it. So, he was like, okay, now try the big one. I was like, are you sure? Like, you shouldn't, like, stop. <laughs> I was like, and he was like, no, 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 I want to try it. And he basically got the tip and was like, no, no, no. So, I went back to the medium one again, um, you know, got him to finish. I was like, okay, cool. Was that good for you? And he was like, oh, that was amazing. That, was, that felt so good. And I was like, okay, so are you sure you're not gay? And he was like, well... I don't know. I think I'm just exploring and, you know, trying some different things, but I don't know. Anyway, uh, he was really embarrassed. I was like, I didn't think there was really anything that to be embarrassed about. I'm like, I did my research. We were safe. I wasn't going to tell many people. I wasn't going to tell his friends about it. But yeah, he, uh, I get, maybe he had tried to do other stuff with other people and they had blabbed. But he was really nervous about me tattling on him. I'm like, dude, we're 20 years old. (laughs) Anyway, so uh, I don't think I ever heard from him again. I can't remember hearing from him again. But that, it turned into like a really funny story and just made me realize how um, it definitely made me like experiment with stuff I would look up on porn sites and like be like, oh, why is this so attractive to some people? And, like, really explore, like, the kink, the kink of it all. And I'm like, I never wanted that to be done to me because that's not my kink, but I don't judge other people's kinks, obviously. But it was entertaining, and it was a fun story. And, yeah, and I get to call this one a wrap. So, yeah, that was my the craziest sex story of the college years wow this has been a pretty long episode I'm, I'm loving it um so yeah that was college sex with jess which was hilarious because these are all sexual stories where there was absolutely no penis vagina penetration because like i've said i didn't lose my virgin that virginity until after college um but yeah still had a lot of good sex stories um like from bases one to three still technically uh sex in some people's eyes um and definitely had a lot of oral i i i still love it's one of my favorite things to do which is hysterical because some partners have been like, oh, it's kind of boring. I'm like, uh, you haven't tried it with me, though. 
um, I make it not boring because I have secrets. Anyway, <laughs> but I'm not giving those away on this podcast. To get my secrets, you have to be uh, my partner, and that slot's already been filled. So sorry about it. Sorry about your bad luck. <laughs> anyway. Thank you guys for tuning in. This has been a really fun episode. Um, if you guys want to tweet at me, you can find me at Just the Real Mess on Twitter. You can find me at Instagram at Just the Ultimate Mess 92. You can find me on Twitch at Just the Ultimate Mess. Um, I stream video games and sometimes we talk about sex stuff. It's basically an 18 plus uh, channel. Um, what else do I have? I have Instagram. I don't have TikTok. Like I said, I'm way too old for that shit. Uh, I mean, I technically do, but I only use it because my sister sends me shit. My younger sister sends me stuff. And my friend Claire, which is fine. Uh, they're entitled to do that. But, you know, that's the only reason I have it. Um, anyway, don't find me on Facebook. That's weird. You don't know me. <laughs> But, like, yeah, Twitter's fine. Instagram's great. Uh, I have a Discord. Um, if I li- if you want that information, you need to come to my Twitch streams and hang out. And uh, I'll post the link to the Discord in, in my Twitch streams. So, that's fun. So, yeah. Well, uh, thank you for coming and hanging out with us. This has been Angles by Jess. The ultimate mess. Next week, our topic is. Let me figure it out. I remember. Okay. Oh yeah. Next week we'll have a special guest. We will have my husband on, not to talk about boring marriage sex shit, which we'll probably eventually talk about. But um, we're not going to be talking about that next week. But well, we're going to have a special guest. It's going to be my husband, Matthew Chapman. And we are going to be talking about sex and politics. All the drama that goes with sex and all the people that are supposed to be running our damn country that don't do a very good job. But do get into some interesting sexcapades. So we're going to be talking about all stuff, sex and politics. So that should be interesting. Um, yeah, so see us next time on episode three. Thank you for coming. Have a great whatever time zone you're in. And also go forth and fornicate. Says me, just the ultimate rest. Go fornicate. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs>